while you've been out, while you've been at work, while you've been taking care of stuff, we've compiled a composite of the latest and biggest stories of the day to help you get caught up. This is 830 News on the Go. With Thursday's 830 on the Go, I'm Lindsay Peterson. Today's stories include another homicide in St. Paul, a crazy way to attempt an ATM theft, and an update on the Vikings' Justin Jefferson. But we begin with residents at a Minneapolis encampment who are hoping their pleas are heard before next Tuesday's eviction date. Gretchen spent nearly four months living at Camp Nenekasi in Minneapolis before she was put in housing last week. There's a lot of empty buildings around. I don't know why they can't be utilized in the affordable housing. Citing health and public safety concerns, Minneapolis city leaders say that the indigenous-run camp at 13th Avenue South and East 23rd Street will close next Tuesday. Camp Netikazi residents and organizers say forcing people out of the camp will rip people from services they desperately need. The housing people that come in and work with us, they wouldn't be able to find us. I mean, we would be all over. Healthcare wouldn't be able to find us. More than 180 people at the camp are still seeking long-term or permanent shelter. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. Meanwhile, every year, for almost 40 years, Members of the community have come together for the Homeless Memorial March and Service. This year's event is likely to be even more emotional after the recent fatal shooting at that same encampment in Minneapolis. 125 people have died while homeless in Minnesota this past year. 102 people who were homeless and 25 advocates also passed away, bringing the total to 252. Rhonda Otteson is executive director of the Minnesota Coalition for the Homeless. She says homelessness is preventable. We have to come together as community members to let our policymakers know that we need to make investments into shelter and homes to address homelessness and make sure that uh, no one has to sleep outside and that we are not losing folks um, to the element. She reflected on the recent fatal shooting at a homeless encampment, calling it a failure of the system to address the issue with the biggest barrier for the working poor being a lack of affordable housing. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Department of Health is cracking down on retailers trying to sell illegal high-dose THC products. Illegal limited in Minnesota is just 5 milligrams per serving and 50 milligrams per package of edibles. The health department's Chris Elvram says many of these products are coming from outside Minnesota. Part of our effort will be identifying the sources of these products and going upstream so that we can at least get to wholesalers or distributors if they're not manufactured in the state and try to stem the flow that way. He says while they will be conducting internal investigations, they're also asking for the public's help. People do find these high-risk products out there and they, they want to report them. You can go to the health department's website and look for hemp-derived cannabinoid products and our complaint form. Retailers who violate industry limits can be fined up to $10,000 per incident. Taylor Rivera. News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Laura Oaks. The University of Wisconsin Board of Regents has cut a deal with the state's Republican-led legislature to limit diversity efforts at its campuses in return for more money to cover construction projects and staff raises. The Wisconsin Assembly's speaker calling the plan the first step in an effort to eliminate what he calls these cancerous diversity, equity, and inclusion practices on UW campuses. The decision has frustrated Democratic Governor Tony Evers, who accused Republican Speaker 
Speaker Robin Voss of negotiating by bullying. Shoppers at the Mall of America will have a chance to not only buy gifts this weekend, but also help someone in need. Amidst all the hustle and bustle of the holiday season, shoppers have a chance to give back to those less fortunate. Keith Kazurski is Chief Program Officer at Catholic Charities, which is hosting the annual event. They can pick a um, tag off the tree that lists a need that one of our clients has, and they can go somewhere in the Mall of America or somewhere else shopping to buy that item for somebody. He says the need is great. We just recently, about two weeks ago, launched a winter warming center in Ramsey County and Hennepin County and have just been inundated with numbers of folks who are just seeking a safe place um, from the cold this winter. Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Police are investigating a homicide in St. Paul's Summit University neighborhood yesterday. It happened just after 3 in the 400 block of University Avenue. Officers arrived to find a male suffering from gunshot wounds. He was taken to the hospital and later died. Investigators say a possible suspect seen running from the area was picked up and taken into custody. It's not clear what led to the shooting. So far, no charges have been officially filed. This is St. Paul's 33rd homicide of the year. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. One woman is dead after she was hit by two vehicles while trying to cross the street last night in Coon Rapids. The Anoka County Sheriff's Office says it happened near Coon Rapids Boulevard and 111th Avenue Northwest. Investigators believe after she was struck by the first vehicle, another heading in the same direction hit her again. She was taken to the hospital but later died. Both drivers said to be cooperating with the investigation. No ID or age of that victim. I'm Laura Oaks. Charges have been filed against five people, four of them from Texas, who lassoed a Roseville ATM machine and tried to yank it away with a pickup truck earlier this week. They are charged with theft and property damage. The FBI is investigating because the M.O. is similar to a string of other crimes around the country. In fact, there have been more than 50 such thefts since 2021, according to the criminal complaint. And sentencing this afternoon for one of two men charged in the death of a beloved St. Paul hockey coach. Tom Law pleaded guilty last month to aiding and abetting second-degree murder in connection to the shooting death of Michael Brazel, who was killed outside of his home in May. Law was among a group of others breaking into cars when Brazel confronted them. It was then that 17-year-old Clay Sweet shot and killed the 44-year-old husband and father of two just feet from his front door. Cell phone data connected Law to the scene. He was arrested during a June traffic stop and was found with a handgun, which he admitted was the one that was used to kill Brazel. Mark Friday's Talk 830 WCCO. It's a strange time of year to be thinking about wildfires in Minnesota, but it's top of mind at the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources on this very warm Thursday. To say this has been a mild winter so far is an understatement. Without snow cover across the ground, that fire danger still continues to be a problem. DNR Wildlife Prevention Specialist Karen Harrison says over the next couple of days, they are asking people to avoid burning debris, which is the number one way that wildfires start. If you're having a really large fire right now, it has the potential to burn really deep into the ground. So that's, you know, also a concern because that can hold heat for a really long time and then start a fire you know, a day or a week later. 
Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. Finally today, an update on the Vikings star receiver from WCCO's Laura Oaks. And Minnesota Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson is planning to play Saturday against the Bengals after a concerning hit and injury in last weekend's game against the Raiders. He spoke with reporters about what has been a challenging season. This season has been tough for me, you know, just with the hamstring injury. Uh, and then now with this, exiting the game early. Uh, so it's, it's been tough, but... Uh, you know, God got me. I'm blessed to be in this situation. So I uh, just got to keep going, keep doing what I need to do. And, uh, you know, hopefully Saturday is uh, I can give what everybody is expecting. Should the Vikings win their final four games, they would win the NFC North. Thanks for listening to 830 on the go. You can find each day's on the go and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Lindsey Peterson, News Talk 830 WCCO.